everybody. This is episode nine. I think we're in episode nine. What's going on, everybody? This is the Apple Advisory. This is your host, Mike B. And along with me is my guy, my guy Mike B. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just chilling over here. Um, ready to talk about this Apple stuff, my favorite company in the world. I'm being, I'm being sarcastic, man. <laughs> I know somebody's probably at Apple, they probably be like, I mean, you talking about all this shit, but you got a phone though. It's like yeah, I got yeah. it off of technicality, okay? It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a choice, but whatever. I mean <laughs> Yeah, man. Um yeah, man, this is your Apple source, man. I don't I don't really I'm I can't complain either, y'all. I can't I'm I'm right there with you, yo. When it comes to Apple, I'm kind of a hypocrite. I have a laptop, I got the phone, but I still be hating on them every once in a while. I think I think most of it is just because of the whole, like, you know, they 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 try to s- treat themselves as elitists in a way, mm. um, and then it kind of it kind of goes in contradiction of what their whole like their whole 1984 commercial that mantra that they did. I know it's not 1983 or 84 anymore. It's like you know 35 years after, but like. Right. <laughs> they came up with this mantra of not being part of the, you know, that George Orwell concept that just monolith, everybody's just the same, but here we are in 2020 and you basically, you just trash if you're not an iPhone user. That's basically what it is. That's kind of how they treat it. But, um, you know, I still love them because they do come up with some innovative stuff. I mean, like they do come up with technology that people tend to clone because they got the, They got the the zeitgeist with them, like they, they got that mind share. Yo. That's what it is. They got the zeitgeist, yo. They, they just be like, they come out with something. That, man, I heard that in a minute. The people, the people feel it, yo. They when he said, "What Kanye say?" They provide it. No, that wasn't Kanye. That was uh, Will Ferrell. Yo, they provide it. It gets the people going. Type. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they just they just get it. They feel it. And they be wanting to run with it. But like, but I can say I'm a, honestly, I'm a I'm a genuine hater. You know what I mean? And it's, it's not. It's see, see I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I like the, I like the design of the Apple technology, like the uh, the laptop, yeah, laptops, uh, even the cheese grater. You know, what I mean, I, I, I yeah. like it. You know, it's just that it's the arrogance for one, um, and then two, it's the you know me being a little bit more techy than the average person. Um, just how locked down, I, I'm not able to freely do what I want on Apple technology. So it's kind of like you know, it looks good. It's, it's, it's made for the average person, but I ain't I ain't average. Right, <laughs> right, right, and that's that's. We gonna start. We gonna stop it right there. <laughs> For the people that don't want to be, that don't want to have to deal with technology, it's perfect for you. I'll feel that. I'll say that. If you want to just be able to get some of the functionality without the, uh, without that, like without having to, you know, be in the know of technology, just get your job done. It's great for that. It's great for that. But at the same time, it gets you caught up in a lot of headaches. And we want to talk about one of those headaches in particular. We want to talk about two health topics and then one topic about how uh, people think that, you know, Apple devices are secure when they're really not that secure. Um, first topic, well, you know, matter of fact, we did talk about uh, the Jeff Bezos topic where, I mean, it was his iPhone that got hacked. But, there you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the topics that we're going to really talk about today, uh, we got two health topics, like I said. Uh, one of them in particular is... Uh, that Apple is going to be attending a meeting next week to promote improved patient access to health data. 
um, talking about trying to actually integrate it so that, you know, you can easily get that data from whatever doctor or medical procedure that you've had, just being able to aggregate all that and be able to just get that to you. Um, next topic that we're going to talk about is uh, talking about how Apple is going to introduce a large scale gym partnership program uh, as part of like their Apple Watch initiative, part of the what they call Apple Watch Connected. Um, essentially, the Apple Watch is, you know, a health device, you know, it's a smart phone, it's a smart watch, but, you know, a lot of people primarily use it for health purposes. And um, they're, they're going to be partnering up with a variety of gyms. Hopefully they'll do mine soon, but um, they're going to partner up with a lot, a couple of gyms to get this thing going. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. And then the last topic that we have is uh, talking about how uh, the article topic reads that the sneaky, simple malware that hits millions of Macs. Essentially, (laughs) there was a a hack that recently occurred that, uh, well, actually it happened in 2019 and it, it really got uh, announced in December 2019, but um, essentially it was a hack that affected a lot of people. And the main thing about it was that it was so simple that uh, if you were a Windows user or something, you probably would have, you know, got over this really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but back where else it's a lot of quarantined. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people got dealt with a lot, but um, in the Mac world, since you, they rarely tend to see these type of attacks being exploited, um, a simple attack that happened got caught up. Um, but with the first topic, let's talk about it. Uh, Apple is going to be attending a meeting next week uh, promoting the improved patient access to health data. Um, mm. if, if you already use Apple Watch or if you just have an iPhone in general, you should notice that there's an app on there called uh, Apple Health or just called Health. It's just called Health. Um, they turn that the one word names like Madonna. Um <laughs> <laughs> they, they have the Apple Health app on there, and um, one of the primary things that they try to do with it is to integrate it with the watch, where if you're wearing the watch and uh, you are you know, going through your routine activities, um, you're able to collect data on your health, you know, your heart rate, uh, how many steps you've taken. There's a variety of exercise options that you can do on there. Um, but with the watch, along with the app, um, it's a, it allows you to sort of collect and aggregate this data into one central place. And uh, what they essentially did last year uh, was to partner up with a couple of um, medical facility, facilities that uh, manage health data and allowed it so that you can um, pull your data out of whatever that service is. One of the companies in particular was called Epic Systems. Most of these software, most of this, most of these companies are not um, companies that uh, the regular consumer would use. It's companies that like hospitals would use. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah they, they would use those on a daily basis. Um, Epic Systems being one of them, um, uh, a large, what they consider the largest medical research companies in the U.S. Um, that collects this data and uh, organizes so that, you know, when you go from hospital to hospital, your records are basically managed in some form or fashion. Um, but you, the the regular person, the person that the records are about, they rarely are the ones that have access to it. We rarely have access to that data. It seems to be that there's this whole, you know, there's this whole HIPAA compliance. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a compliance regulation that's been set where um, a person's 
health data is has to be locked down in so many forms of fashion because uh, it's it's just secure data. It's private information. And um, they mostly hospitals don't want to be liable for that information getting out in any form of way. So they have HIPAA compliance for that. But and always, uh, yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Right, I would say, well, think so. One thing, and always, I, I get the whole HIPAA thing. I just always sit back and think, like, what is it that people really have to hide? Like, I mean, I, I, you know, me personally, you know, it doesn't bother me that people know that I have asthma. You know what I mean? Or, or had asthma, right? Or right, was, right. So, you know, this this whole thing that I'm hearing, I know that, and, and, and there's more things more severe. You know, some people probably don't want the world to know that they may have contracted an STD before. So, but in fact, I think that's probably the only thing that people could possibly be embarrassed about, right? But, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, it goes to show that, like, on, on one end, I, I, I can see where people will probably, like, want to push against that in the sense that being able to share this type of data uh, makes it easier to be able to interface and, and know what's going on uh, with it. Like if I was a doctor, right, and you know I understand, you know, the, the uh, usually what happens year in and year out, you know, seeing patients, it would benefit me to be able to go to a place and pull up records that is being constantly updated and fed from you know a device of a person, you know, of one of my uh, one of my patients that I service that they're wearing right now, so that. I can probably monitor, you know, well, this is probably happening or I can know that certain times throughout the year, you know, remind them or even, you know, get somebody from my office to reach out to them and say, hey, you want to come in for a checkup? But we notice this, this and this. And, you know, I can see, you know, one, and that may sound intrusive per se, but there's a lot of people that don't really take into consideration the seriousness of daily checkups and, uh, or not, or not daily, but frequent checkups and, um, you know, just going to, uh, to doctor for that matter at all. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I see that, you know, with, with Apple's uh, position on this, um, what you're talking about, like attending this meeting, I don't really see how they can lose from uh, <clears throat> implementing something like this where, um, although it may seem like, you know, it's against HIPAA compliance to have like, you know, to, to share this stuff or make it uh, publicized on like from company to company, um, it, it's still, it's something that I honestly feel like is needed. It's a good stuff, you know, finally, Apple is taking some good strides, man. Some some humanitarian things that are commendable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, after you hit a trillion dollars, I figured they probably somebody had to be like, well, we need to actually do something for the people now. I mean, <laughs> after you after you become the number one company and you've done everything that you need to do, it's like, all right, now you can be you know beneficial to society. Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you've done reached the peak of like everybody's vices like having an iphone having a smartphone is like a vice now it's like an addiction yeah. now so like they, there's they a constant, constant dopamine hits you get from these updates and stuff these uh notifications and everything and then too you we already know about the uh indoctrination theory of um uh, of, of apple so i mean it's, it's i think they're at a point now they they are definitely um in diminishing returns like a lot of diminishing returns them getting to two trillion dollars doesn't really you know yeah, they, what, what like, does that really do? <laughs> like I said, they they got to they got to go horizontal with their business models. Like they they have to come they have to go horizontal versus vertical. Like they've basically peaked when it comes to coming out with a core piece of technology like a, a computer in a form. They they basically peaked at that point. So um, now when it comes like now they're trying to get into services because services are the new thing. You know, cloud services and 
this is a, a, a way to get in, ideally. I mean, what better name to have than Apple when you want to talk about health <laughs> at this point? Like, yeah. I mean, it sort of, it sort of Don't falls let that, bro, they're going to hear that. Y'all, they're going to hear that and they're going to take it and I'm not going to get a penny. Right, so you got to get paid for that, bro. Like, that's, that's, that's gold right there. Like, what other... You know what other name? You know yeah, what I mean? I have I mean, one day. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Keeps the doctor away. Just get a smartwatch. Get the Apple phone. I mean, you'll be, you know, follow the instructions. Actually, work out and eat healthier. You got, you got to still do stuff. I mean, yeah. but you, you can start by just buying our products. That's basically what they say. Just wear this watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, I mean, they have a, they have a quote on here. They saying, um, uh, "This is from." Uh, the Karen Alliance uh, in, in proposal talking to uh, the Department of Health and Human Services uh, says it's imperative to note how important and time sensitive aggregated health information across multiple providers and health plan systems can be for patients through going through catastrophic events. Um, this information is essential to for patients as they consider options such as Treatments, pl- treatment planning, consenting to surgical procedures, exploring and enrolling in client clinical trials, and a matter of continual continuity of care. Uh, mm. Examples include expediting an urgent second opinion, uh, appealing insurance denials for standard of care treatments uh, prescribed by patients, certificate, certif- uh, board certified wow. physicians, as well as blah blah blah, as well as having all pertinent information when it comes to advanced care planning, palliative care, palliative, palliative care, and matters of of life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, that's, that's, that's a health word. That's definitely a health word. But, uh, um, nonetheless, uh, everybody's, everybody's sort of all for this. I figure out this meeting is really just like, how are we going to get it done? Like, like that's that's just the number one thing. How how are we going to get it done? I like um, down here down at the bottom. The guy Tim Cook says that, um, and it makes sense. He said that by introducing this type of technology into the health industry, it mm-hmm. could, and I think it will, fundamentally reduce the cost of healthcare. And healthcare is not just like what you're paying monthly, like as far as your, uh, <laughs> you know, your insurance per se, but yeah. healthcare in the sense of like what. You know, so so in the medical industry, like we're not, and just in society, we're not really driven uh, when it comes to medicine, like in preventative care. Everything is uh, on the opposite end. Um, it's like um, I, I forgot what it's called, the, the technical term for it. Basically, when when shit goes wrong, that's when people go to the doctor. So it's like mm-hmm. by having this going, like when people uh, when you're introducing this type of technology into it, where people are able to monitor it and be have vested interest in it, then what can happen is it can not only just start to reduce the cost of healthcare, but then um, in turn, by redu- it, it will be reduced by people, uh, you know, eating the apple a day. You know what I mean? Take doing, yeah. the, doing yeah. the right maintenance that's needed in order to uh, you know, upkeep the health. So this is um, you know, apple. I give them, you know. Okay, I see. We, we, yeah. we make I mean, good strides there. <laughs> okay, finally. speaking speaking on that, like that's the next article. Like um, that's that's their initiative is to actually try to get people to you know take. The steps. I mean, most of this is really to like ease the process because you know you can do a lot of this stuff on your own right now. You can try to manage and consolidate all this health information on your own, but it's a task and a half. You basically like a second job trying to do this stuff, and they're taking the steps to try to make this a little bit easier. And one of the things that they're doing with this next article is that, uh, based on the article title, 
Um, Apple introduces a large scale gym partnership program, Apple Watch Connected. Um, essentially, uh, what they're trying to do is partner up with a variety of uh, gyms that are out there currently and uh, build a program based around their Apple Watch uh, so that, you know, you can use that Apple Watch to essentially help as an assistant, as a guide, as a, uh, as, as, as a totem for some type of form of discipline to continuously monitor your activities while you're working out. Um, and they're trying to get the gyms actually involved because, um, it's, it's kind of a, uh, you know, it's, it's separated right now. You know, you, you go to a watch, you go to a, a gym, you have an Apple watch, you hop on a treadmill, you know, it can track your run, but that's really about it. It's really, <laughs> it's not really too many things that you can track what you're doing. Um, you, you sort of have to do, you have to put in your own little, you have to monitor it yourself. You have to put in your stats yourself. If you do reps, if you do like 20 reps on some on one, one machine or another, you got to do, you got to like monitor and track that. And what right. they're attempting to try to do is come out with a program that will allow for the gyms to take some of that leeway away from you. So you don't, to take some of that work away from you so that you don't have to, focus on it as much um they said that they're partnering with orange theory which i never heard of crunch fitness which i never heard of ymca which you know everybody heard of because of the what are them, them boys them uh village people or whatever uh, <laughs> base camp fitness um is the last one i'm hoping that they partner with planet fitness sometime soon um but they have stipulations with these with this partnership saying that they have to like meet certain requirements. Um, some of those requirements we're talking about how they had to, uh, they have to have their own app for one. Um, each gym would have to like have their own app uh, that would allow them to um, connect the Apple watch system to their system. Um, they would have to have some type of workout program that they can be, that can be tracked on the app. So, you know, so that you can monitor the activity that you're doing, what you're working on, what you're doing. Um, Man, my fitness pal, <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's what that's and that's the thing. Like, um, and one of those things, like, my fitness pal is kind of falling back. Um, there was an article a couple couple weeks ago, we might talk about on uh, the weekly tech wrap up. Um, uh, uh, Under Armour basically disabled their fitness systems. I mean, they had a they had like a whole kit that you used to buy, they had like a heart rate monitor that you wrap oh. around your chest, they had like a watch or something, and then they had like a uh oh yeah i remember that i did an interview with them i ain't got hired but you know i remember <laughs> they, it's like they a, went through all that yeah it's like a smart uh what do you call them what do you call them weight things where you just stand on it i can't even remember the name of it when you stand on it measure your weight uh, like a yeah that's how you know we ain't we ain't measuring our weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, man, what is it? Uh, step on it. Yeah, I mean that thing right there, that's the thing that they got rid of. They stopped, they stopped actually, they disabled it. They um they they made it so that it doesn't necessarily call back to home. So they're not like tracking that data. I think you may be able to track it yourself still, but I it's not part of their overall system. Under Armour had bought out my fitness pile a while ago and they they made it part of Under Armour. And um I think those those devices connected back to um my fitness pile and they're not doing that anymore. And <laughs> you know, one of the things was that is, you know, it's all proprietary systems. And that's kind of the thing that I don't like about, you know, when Apple gets into something because it becomes a proprietary system, 
but it, hopefully they make it so that it, it's it's open ended, so that other companies can get into it. Because there's obviously a thing that Android people need to be in part of as well. I yeah. mean, um, Apple, uh, Google bought the fitness uh, track. Was the watch the Fitbit? Fitbit, so, yeah, they, yeah, the Fitbit. Yeah, I mean, so I actually ideally, like Fitbit a little bit better than Apple. I was I was thinking about getting one. I, I bought I bought two for my um parents, my mom and my father. They both got like health issues. My father had like five heart bypass surgery, so oh, like man. he definitely needs to have it monitored. But the thing is, he don't never use it, which irks the hell out of me. I'm like, yo, come on, yeah, just man. just put the watch on and keep it charged. Well, like, like, you should know by now. Like, so yeah, yeah, like twenty four seven monitoring, bro. But yeah. like, um. I'm I'm planning on getting that Verso for myself just so I can have it as well because I, I look at theirs and I'm like oh, there's so much I can get out of it because I, I work out like three times a week I mean every other day so some days it's three times some days it's four um, some weeks it's four times a week um, but I'm I'm consistently working out and I always needed some I always look to have something that I can monitor this and if it can be a part of my membership with Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier. It makes whenever it a lot it's integrated, easier. Yeah, like whenever you have something like this and it's integrated, it, it becomes more effective, right? So because the health, like you said, man, health is uh it's challenging. You know what I mean? Like it's it's no, yeah. you know, when certain things happen, we always are paying attention to uh the symptoms, but the source of what like what the hell is going on, man, like it's 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 difficult to pinpoint that. So but it's all but it's it's a lot easier to get away from these things by like practicing preventative measures, which is like you said, uh, eating better, um, you know, and what they, what they're trying to do with this uh, partnership, which is get people to, you know, move more, exercise more. Certain cultures, I mean, it was, I was watching a video, I think by Abin Preacher, he was talking about how uh, it was a funny segment where it's like, basically they're comparing American culture with like obesity to what we see around the world and how they make it like in other cultures, it's like, mandatory is a part of life to just be able to move and like to get around you know what i mean like it's, like, it's a part yeah. of your health and yeah. that's something that we uh do not do in america you know with a, whether it be laziness or um you know good living you know, good, yeah Man. good living you know what no. i mean that's something we don't so by by apple we enjoy uh, the we enjoy the relaxation of life <laughs> yeah, more, that, more than other countries lack of stress yeah we <laughs> have to worry about where the next meal is, is coming from even the yeah. That, I think they said the uh, the average, um, even a person, the homeless person on the street is more wealthy than the homeless person, uh, you know, somewhere yeah. else by in, like, in, in, in a third world country. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, what they're doing here, man, um, I think is uh, a good business move. I don't understand the whole thing of like you having to have your own app to make it work because, um, you, you know, if they're introducing this, then you know why not service? I feel like Apple should provide some type of uh, application to better service them to, you know, consolidate all these things. Because whenever you're having to monitor all these things on, on your health, like you, people are going to slack, you know what I mean? Like it's right. already hard enough, you know, trying to, if, if, if you're trying to count your macros and stuff like that, now you want to be able to monitor like what your heart rate is and what's going on with that. And then sending signals back and forth and say, this is probably happening with you and what you need to do to fix that. It's like, to have everything together and have this system in place where people don't have to think as much because when they have to start thinking, that's when they, they stop doing. And, yeah. you know, but, but overall, I, I mean, I like the idea, like where they're moving with this is making this a part of the, like the gym life because they, like what we were saying, I think in the previous article, uh, maybe in, I think it was in the weekly tech wrap up, like 
when you're able to integrate something like this into the average, uh, the, you know, into society, sort of like just the average person's life, it creates um, more sustainability as far as business goes. But I mean, they don't need to make, they don't need to really make more money, but you know, I mean, if they no, are I mean, in the Italian bag, then yeah. Yeah, if anything, they could do to partner up to with other companies to sort of, like you say, make it a little bit easier because, um, you know, if it, if it was just one company that they was partnering up with, then, you know, that's just a money grab. But the idea that they're actually partnering up with multiple companies just to see how it goes as a test run first and then um, initially, to, you know, to, to later on just push it out to as many companies as possible is one of those things where um, right now they're just sort of getting everybody ready for the transition. Apple has to get their software ready and they're requiring that the gyms become more of a technical company. Like mm-hmm. um, Planet Fitness, I feel like Planet Fitness does a real good job with their app in- environment. Um, they actually upgraded their app a couple of days ago. And, um, you know, now it, uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, but now it like has videos and like they already had like a system that was similar to um uh my fitness pal where you can actually list out your uh your workouts but um they actually have introduced different workout videos and methods that that they've created that you can just follow along with to get, you know get through your routine and um you know there's already an account and all of that stuff they have the whole back-end data you know back-end stuff set up um it's just rather a matter of getting that backend databases that they have to connect to a, uh, Apple services or Google. I would love for them to work with Google too. But um, once this, this is really just building up that, the infrastructure, if you got these gym companies, YMCA, whatever, get y'all, get y'all IT, get y'all infrastructure in backend set up or partner with some company to get y'all stuff set up so that your customer base can benefit from this. Mm-hmm. We get out and set up. And we'll connect them at the middle. And at that point, it'll be based on how, how the users use it. Whether they want to use it or not, it'll be their available form. And it'll be a lot easier of a system to use ultimately than, um, like you say, it's, it's a lot of stop gaps where, you know, the watch doesn't work with the gym tool that you, like, man, like, when you go to a gym now, like, you know, these, these you can't even get like a, a regular real, it's real hard to get like a regular pair of headphones now. You get, yeah. some, you, you, get you, you, you get a phone or something, they got the headphones with the USB-C or they got the lightning cable, like with the iPhone. But um, go to a gym and try to use a treadmill, what they got? They got the 3.5 millimeter jack. Yeah, I mean, or you got the wireless <laughs> headphones, you got the wireless Bluetooth. You can't hook that up to your, to your treadmill. Or um, like I was just at the gym earlier today, they got those nine channels on the TV screen. You can't hook that shit up to any of your headphones or anything. So you it's just watching, <laughs> showing, showing you video for no reason. You can't do nothing with it. So, yeah, I mean, like just being able to get to, you know, improve the gym technology scene, that would help out with being able to allow it to be part of the stuff. I don't want it to be too advanced. Just be advanced enough. Right. So that, that, uh, you don't want to change too much. If it's more than 10% of a change, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last article that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about this last article. So, you know, we're talking about Apple trying to get in, involved even heavier with your health data. Um, along with that is securing your health data and, you know, Everybody thinks that Apple is one of those companies that doesn't get hacked. They do get hacked and they get hacked real simply. Um, the, this company, this article that's from the wired or from wired, not the wired. That's the all wired. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Shout, shout out to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Baltimore, <laughs> my home state, right? Here. Um, the well, home city. Uh, the a sneaky, simple malware that hit millions of Macs. That's the title of the article. Um, basically, they're talking about how, um, based in 2019, on December 2019, 19th, they out they collected all the stats to see like who was attacked the most and who was attacked by what, and um. Kaspersky, which is one of the top antivirus companies out there, um, basically pointed out that um, 10% of all Macs that are out there in the world um, have been attacked by this one particular uh, virus that they were calling Shaler, S-H-L-A-Y-E-R. The Slayer. Yeah. Yeah, Slayer, Slayer, Slayer. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's Slayer. Yeah, I mean, that's they, the Slayer Trojan. It was a, a very simple hack, um, you know, stuff that everybody else would have saw and probably caught on quickly. You go, there was a site that was pushing out advertisements. You click on the advertisement, the advertisement will bring you to a uh, download flash. It was it was literally download flash, like one of them Adobe Flash update pages. Um, people would accidentally click on it and it would begin running as Trojan on the back end on your, of, of, of your Mac. Um, and it was, it was, it had the ability to, you know, get around places that it, that you would have to authorize it to go by tricking you into thinking that you're giving authorization to something that's legit. Um, cause you know, with most of the software now, most of these computers now, you know, you gotta say, okay, you gotta allow this. And it was <laughs> able to convince you to say, okay, to the software. Um, but it said, okay, you know, 10% of all Mac users said, okay. Um, and that's a problem. That's too uh, much. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> but um, that's, it's one of those things where a lot of this really is like a form of social engineering as much as it is uh, hacking. It's not like they... It's social hacking. That's actually what I, the, the part I was going to hit on, Mike, is that... Uh, I mean, to jump in and cut you off. No, this, no, no, no. This stuff, we were talking about this, man, like how... A lot of the stuff with like these security threats and things get messed up. So what we what we're coming to find out is that nobody's when it comes to just like a uh, you know a company. I know Mac has Apple has branded itself as the unhackable, right? Back in right. Uh, back in the day, that's kind of how it was. That, you know when Windows was having a lot of issues. You know Mac never because no one really used Mac, and I mean it was it, you know it was expensive right. all this other stuff. But now right. that you know more people are are, beca- are part of the Apple. Uh, you know the the, the Apple uh, uh, movement. Um, everybody, you know, it gives um, attackers, hackers, more opportunities to, like you said, through social engineering, like monitor the social engineering and be able to see how to find ways to get in in the most simplest ways to attack. You know what I mean? And yeah, they're a target now, right? And because of that, um, it, it, what you see is that there's a lot more when it comes to. Uh, hacking and then you know getting caught with stuff like this it has to do with the way that people think rather than the way that the computer operates right and the more and more we we see this stuff happen i think the more and more we want to see the vulnerabilities in uh in apple within these like these uh these devices and um it's not going to stop you know i, I think that is if i was to uh you know put if i'm putting on like, i guess my hacker hat right i'm one of those guys i look i kind of look at it as like mac being open game you know like so because windows mm-hmm. 
you know, has had their ups and downs. There's all types of security, um, you know, Norton security, virus and Affy and so that. You got the fake ones out there, the low budget ones. So they, you know, they, they kind of up on game. But when it comes to uh, Apple, because it's been so, um, so it's been so closed off for a long period of time, even now with it being um, everyone having, uh, everyone being a part of, you know, the, like I said, the Apple movement, but as far as the core functionality of being used on a day-to-day basis and stuff like that, it's been so closed off. And now that it's being opened up, it's like, who's to know, who, who's to say what will, what they'll be facing within this next decade of tech cold war, you know, yeah. because they're, they're trying to be a lot more, they're trying to be a lot more active within like, like we just was talking about within the health industry. Um, a lot of their information and stuff like that. Um, even with the things that they're developing, it's um they, they're starting to slowly creep more into some open source stuff. So, it's who's I mean this stuff like just like we're seeing in this article um it being simple enough. Um, part of the people that they use the Apple technology are people again because it's made Apple caters to the audience is not really you know tech driven. So mm-hmm. because they're not tech driven. If I was to be a hacker, I would automatically think, well, what the average person doesn't think about how to do this or how to secure this or not to click on this link, this link. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just easy, you know, but yeah, they're, they're going to learn their lesson. Um, they're making the right strides, but, you know, that comes with, the, uh, you know, them, them doing what they have to do in order to ensure that their data and their devices are not uh, just open. And they have to, you know, maybe in some way uh, educate the, uh, the Apple users on how to become more, um, you know, become more uh, prudent in using their devices when it comes to, um, you know, all the type of security threats and security, you know, the vulnerabilities that hasn't really been exposed yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they definitely have benefited heavily on being a hardware company first where they were able to sell, like, beautiful hardware. And that was, like, the thing that, they mostly were based on it was it was just having a beautiful computer having a beautiful phone and it was simple to use and that simplicity kind of can get them caught up at the same time mm-hmm. um they they got to be kind of complex That's about true. how they deal with things and particularly on the internet because when it comes to the internet the internet you're talking about having billions of people connected to each other all at once at any point of time and at any point of time that mean there could be a, multiple attacks coming at you from any direction. And if you're going to be online like that, you really got to lock down how you allow people to access things. And like you said, a lot of it is, uh, yeah, communication because, um, it's, they, they built the tools already to sort of keep the thing locked down. But if the person that's using the thing keeps just saying, okay, to stuff, (laughs) then it don't matter how many locks that you got on the door, you keep letting people in. Like it don't it don't matter anymore. You like leaving the door unlocked, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> like ain't even leaving the door unlocked. He just like, oh, you the pizza man? Come on in, bro. <laughs> like, cause you got a pizza shirt on. Like that's you lying. You're not yeah. not you're not vetting that people aren't doing enough vetting of their own things because they're just trying to get the job done, and that that can be their downfall at the same time. Um, and I mean, it's one of those things where you say. Um, they only it is only it's, it's primarily for non-techs a lot of tech a lot of heavy tech people use it as well but they kind of design it so that you don't have to be a techie to use it and mm. with that is you got to work that balance and act because you got to keep people abreast of the situation when it comes to security but at the same time you don't want to you know 
be too daunting where they just be like, you know what, I'm done. I'm just not going to use the snowmobile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to toss this stuff and go live in the woods somewhere. No, um, but, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that's about it, man. That's 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 the topics of the day. Um, you you, you want to say anything, Mike? Before I close up. Oh no, nah, well, um, nothing else really. I think we hit the topics pretty hard, man. I mean, y'all know the deal. Um, this is um Apple Advisory. You can find us on all of the uh, primary and some of the even the, some of the smaller uh, podcast Stitcher. platforms. Stitcher, Stitcher you know, of course, the iTunes, the Google Play. You know what I mean? So, what were you saying about Stitcher? Yeah, it's, it's just one of those that, like, the independent guys, like, they use, like, they don't want to, people that don't want to conform to using, like, Google, they don't want to use Apple, they don't want to, like, hop on the Spotify game because they feel like that's controlled by Facebook, so, <laughs> I mean, if you want if you want to get one of them independent platforms where you still want to use us, you still want to hear us, trial Stitcher because that's, that's what that's there for, but, um, yeah, we definitely on the primary three Google Music, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to find us, you can find us. Hey, oh, this is a Google search away. It's, it's basically, if you know how to use Google, you can find us. So that's what that is. And um, as far as the social medias, we have you on Facebook. We're building up everything for uh, for our, well, we got we on YouTube as well. So I mean, again, it's just whatever all of the social media channels that you predominantly you just spend a lot of your time on, uh, you can find us there, man. But um, it's like, comment, subscribe, man. That's pretty much all I got to say. Yeah, man. Yeah. You got more stuff coming to y'all next week. Um, y'all take care out there. Be safe out there. It's, it's a crazy world out there. Come signing out. It's your boy Mike. Got Mike right. here. Take it easy, people. Easy. Be safe.